Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to your favorite podcast, your GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. All right. Ready, fellas? Let's do this. Sure. Yeah. Well, welcome to another episode of GYST podcast. I'm your co-host, Kyle Reed. I'm Sam T. And my name is Rod Rohila. Ooh, I just like the way you say your name sometimes. Really? Rohit Rohila. Rohit Rohila. It's dope. I had, um, there's one girl I was seeing who said it always sounds like I'm saying Rohit the Rohila. Like when I say my name fast. A little bit, yeah. Rohit Rohila. She was drunk. Rohit Rohila. Hmm, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, What episode is this? This is episode 39. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, I say that. What if we don't like it? And what if we record something else? Then that can be episode 39. Douchebags. Then we'll have two. So when you guys came in, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I spent a lot of time cleaning up the studio. <laughs> yeah. Right? You cleaned up too much. You cleaned up my notepad. <laughs> you cleaned up my notes. How many times have I been telling you to get your own notepad? You took my notepad away. You just told me today. No, that is false, good <laughs> sir. You told me today? I reminded you today. That was true, though. You told me today. You I didn't, hate you guys so much. What? You didn't. You didn't tell me anything. All right. Though. So okay. So I'm saying this on air. Please start bringing your own notepads. <laughs> Fine. All right. Because the thing is, like, we have a lot of wires and stuff around everywhere, and so I sounds like you're pretty uh, cluttered. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm getting to the point. So there are tons of wires and stuff like that, or where we had a, like the. Our table was pretty messy, so I spent a lot of time like kind of cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Because what was what's been happening is it's the the more you are the longer you are in an environment that's not ideal, the more distracted you become, and the more things you have to be distracted about. And so with today's episode, it's all about decluttering, and there's so much to declutter, unclutter. I don't. There's got to be a difference between the two. We'll find out, and that'll be the <laughs> name of the new episode. Um, but there's so many things to do and there's kind of three things that I really base it down to. One is physical and that's everything from like your house to, and I'm even including email in that. And I know email is all electronic and stuff like that, but just go with me, fellas. Um, snail mail. (laughs) So snail mail, email, um, your folder of downloads in that special folder you have, Kyle, that Emily doesn't know about. Wait, what? Um, but there's so many things physically, right? Then mental. So it's mentally decluttering because there's so much going on in here that you need to... <laughs> where, is, where is here? In your, in your noggin. Okay. And then something that's really important is emotional decluttering. Okay. And that's all about what are some things that you're holding on to and why are you holding on to it? So I don't want to go too in depth with that one because that's a really powerful one. So with those things that we're going to be talking about, we're going to be offering our tips on how to deal with some of the stuff, like the physical decluttering, mental decluttering, and emotional decluttering. One of the things that I've really seen a lot of people do is we have the old adage of if I have a messy desk, it means that I'm super busy, right? And so a lot of times people will have these messy desks because if you see another desk that's completely clean, yeah. Just a monitor, keyboard, mouse, mm-hmm. papers in a neat little pile. What do you think? That guy doesn't have a lot of time on his hands, so he can't afford to spend time 
cleaning up and, and organizing and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the other person who's got that messy desk is so busy, they don't even have time to maintain it. But I think especially now you're seeing a complete restructure in people's thinking patterns. Now, if you see someone with a clean desk, it means they're organized, they're on top of things. But if you see someone with a messy desk, it's going to carry over in their work. It's going to carry over in their personal lives and their professional lives. And so that's just one take that I have on just a messy desk. A messy desk does not equal productivity. But I think if we can take today's episode and maybe give out some tips and tricks, what are some things that we've done to declutter your physical environment, your mental environment, and your emotional environment? Um, for me personally, physically, the physical decluttering is um, almost a, a once a month uh, situation. <laughs> like my room is, I come from a family of, of hoarders. <laughs> so <laughs> like we clutter our room, our closets, our garage. There's no room for an extra car in a garage, bro. It's like, Asian folks. I, yeah, for real. <laughs> it's all over. Like whatever we had from 1980, mm-hmm. It's still there. I still got my still jacket got with the zipper from the Michael Jackson Thriller days. Still got that VCR. It's still there. The VCR is still there. VCR. You know, it's it gets. I mean, it gets crazy. Um, so I try to, for me, like I have, I have my own little space, my room. I try to keep it clean, you know. And if it gets crazy, I I make time at least once a month to go in, clear some stuff out, sell some things if I need to sell it. You know, and just get myself back into the situation where if I walk into a room and my room is clean, I feel better about myself. I feel better about what's going on, you know, in life. Mm-hmm. If I if I come home and boxers are everywhere and <laughs> boxes are everywhere. Oh, I was like, boxes or boxers? Both. <laughs> socks. My socks are all over the damn place. Kyle can attest to this. Use a sock bandit, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'm horrible with it, man. Like, I get home, I'm sitting there watching TV and, like... Rubbing his toes together. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just out of nowhere, man, subconsciously, those socks just fall right out. So I try to make it physically once a month to try to go out, to try to go make the time to clean my room. Saturday, let me get up, do my laundry, do whatever I got to do, get myself situated again. Mentally, I'm all over the damn place. So... Y'all need to tell me what to do because I have no idea what I can do because <laughs> I'm all, it's it's all jumbled up here. I have no idea what's going on up here. Like I wake up and I go with the motions and then the weekend is a time for me to kind of back off a little bit and relax, but still in the back of my head, man, it's, there's so much stuff going on up there. I I, I couldn't even begin to start where to go. Xanax. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm just playing. No, we live in Washington. There's other ways. Here in the GYSC podcast, we do not promote or condone any drug use, aside from the occasional recreational marijuana and alcoholic beverage. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and answer him. Wow. Um, that's good. I wrote a few things down to Sam while, well, while both of you guys were talking. Uh, to me, clutter equals like baggage. Yeah. Or noise. And that baggage can be physical, it can be mental, it can be emotional baggage. Same thing with noise, right? Clutter can be noise. So you broke it down to physical, mental, and emotional. And I was thinking that decluttering, maybe not just things or thoughts or ideas or feelings, but maybe those things can be people as well. Mm. You have to remove certain people from your life. 
because they become baggage, whether whether that baggage is emotional or physical or or mental. That's very powerful right there. So I started thinking about that, right? You know, as we as we grow, there are a few things that are constant because we all as individuals grow at different rates mm-hmm. and grow in different directions. And some people choose not to grow. And I say choose not to grow because I, I do believe it's a choice. And sometimes you have to leave those people behind or let other people, if their growth is outpacing yours, let them outpace you. Grow at your own pace or grow in your own direction and they can grow in their own direction. I think that's important. How so, though? That's I think that's the tricky thing. How do you do it? Yeah. Without without emotionally hurting somebody. Yeah, that's that's the hard part, right? Is maybe to not disparage the way others go about doing things. And instead of resenting people who are whose growth outpaces yours or goes in a different direction. Because then jealousy will be happy for that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So not not to resent them, right. but be happy for them. That's easier said than done in a lot of cases. For right? sure. But I think that's important is maybe acceptance of your growth process and what you're doing to declutter. And that's getting down a whole nother rabbit hole, but I, I just wanted to bring that up before that thought escaped me because um, that crawled into my head. As Sam was talking about his crazy thoughts. But... <laughs> One thing I do to physically declutter, and this is on a much lighter note, is it's like clockwork. Every Monday, I feel like I clean out the refrigerator, or every other Monday, because garbage day is Tuesday. Mm. And I don't want food to sit in the garbage. That's disgusting. Even if it's bad, I'm like, no, leave it in the fridge, because it's not going to smell there. It's fine. (laughs) You (laughs) you got some baking soda. It's in a container. It's already sealed. We're good to go. I'll deal with that shit Monday when I can take everything out to the garbage for Tuesday morning. That's true. <laughs> so that's what I do, man. Like last night, it was crazy. What's today? Yeah, it was last night. Yep. I was like, yo, Sam, what can we throw away? He was like, I don't know. I'm like, come look. And he looks and he's like, uh. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm throwing away all this shit. You want this? No. Okay, it's going in the garbage. <laughs> this? No. Boom. Done. Wait, it's easier this. for somebody to that. stand there with, for me, to for somebody to stand there and then pull it out. I'm like, what is this? I have no idea what it is. It doesn't Boom. belong to me. It goes in the trash. It goes in the garbage. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Oh, I got that a long time ago. You going to eat it? No. Done. <laughs> and I think, so growing up, I mean, all three of us are Asian. Yeah. Which we discussed earlier <laughs> yeah. today because India is South Central Asia. It's technically um, Asia. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but growing up, so I think we all reach a point where we need to take a look at our behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. And where do those behaviors stem from? And is it benefiting you or causing you hurt? Mm-hmm. And so I realized like there's a lot of, a lot of the way that I was raised by my parents, I have this mentality of lack, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure you feel the same way, Sam, talk about hoarding. Mm-hmm. Why do people hoard? It's because of that mentality of lack. And so same thing, I would... I would hold on to things. Like you go to a restaurant, leftovers, yeah, that's another meal. So what'd you call yourself? I'm gonna hold on to it, right? All <laughs> <laughs> right. A but, food conservationist. But that got into my head because it's it's a lack. I paid ten dollars for this. I probably only ate five dollars worth. I'm not just gonna throw away five dollars. I'm gonna take it. You're the mm-hmm. king of leftovers. You and right? my boy Chris Johnson. <laughs> oh yeah, man. That man. I always have three meals at least. So think about this though. How many times have we gone to a restaurant? Or we eat food here or whatever, and we have leftovers. And I tell you guys, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not going to eat it. Right. I, I'm telling you, I won't. It's been something that I've kind of come to terms with now. Whereas before, if there was something that I know I wouldn't eat, I'd you, still take it. I'd still take the leftovers. Because you don't want to waste it. Yeah. But then what happens? I end up Monday nights, because yeah. my trash comes on Tuesday as well, <laughs> tossing it out. But now it's, 
like when I have leftovers with you guys, that's different because I'll purposefully order more at lunch because then I'll use the leftovers for dinner. So it's it's something that I I planned. That was when you were out and about and you were yeah you had time to come home and eat dinner, but it's different now. Yeah, and yeah. so now I'll be like, I'm I'm getting rid of that lack mentality. Mm. Uh, clothes, for example, I'm a small guy. I haven't really grown since middle school. <laughs> it's, Please tell me you don't have clothes from right? middle school, bro. It would be easy for me to have clothes that long. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that I've implemented in my life because I realize like, I need to get rid of stuff that I'm not using. And so there's, there's one rule that I've constantly lived with, and that's if I haven't touched anything in a year, it's out the door. Because mm. especially this day of age of information, right? If I wanted to, I could, you know, order it again or or find it or whatever. But if it's hanging out in my closet, it's still costing me. Like, to think that I have this four-bedroom house Mm -hmm. and every place is filled, it's disgusting. (laughs) Right? I don't need that kind of stuff. So the more I can get rid of that stuff and let go of this lack mentality, the better it is. And a new trick that I'm implementing now since I left my old job is someone said, go into your closet Oh, take, are you going to say what I was going to say? Go ahead. I'll let you take over then. It may or may not be. I don't know if it's I'm the same I'm sure thing. it is. <laughs> take all of your clothes and turn the hanger the other direction. Yep. Six months later or a year later, whatever that duration is, whatever clothes have not been turned around, it should probably be a year, so the seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever hangers have not been turned back around after wearing and washing your clothes, get rid of it. Yeah. Great idea, man. Where, where did we hear that? Clearly, we both heard that somewhere. Or maybe we one of us heard it and we talked about it with each other. Um, I think us both of us being avid Pinterest people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, okay. So you do go to Pinterest. So maybe you one of lion us. son of a maybe bitch. one of us is avid Pinterest person. God, I love Pinterest. Two out of three now. Damn it! I'm sure I seen it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's been tossed around there for a while. You know, just yeah, reversing them. So to play devil's advocate, there are. There are people who would consider themselves not hoarders, technically, mm-hmm. but collectors. No, fuck that. Is that is that kind of BS? <laughs> no, I don't is know. That, is there Maybe. a way to declutter something like that? Um, what, am I, what I'm getting at is... Your, sh- your, your shoes comics? and your comic books. Comics, books, uh, shoes, clothes. I still have, I still have my, my basketball jersey from high school. That I hang. I, I still keep it, and I'll probably keep it till the day that I die, because I love that jersey. But things like that, with, that has like some sentimental attachment to it, mm-hmm. is there something that these people can do? Yeah. It's um, episode 29. It's called Letting Go of the Past. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's episode 29. I was just guessing, but it's an episode we talked about. Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, because, because I think those are the people that have the most issues with I think it's because trying to declutter. I think it's because it's tied to a belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're convincing yourself you're not cluttered, you're not hoarding, you're not bogarting, you're collecting. Mm-hmm. You've convinced yourself that and you believe that no matter what anybody else tells you, this is a collection of pieces of paper stapled together. This is a collection of pieces of leather and other random materials glued and sewn together with some laces to go on my feet, right? You won't believe anything else. It's going to take more than someone trying to convince you that you need to get rid of some shit. 
It's tough, right? Yeah, it's very. tough, especially talking to somebody like that. You have an emotional attachment to it. Yeah, whatever you've done, you've somehow developed an emotional attachment. You almost to. have to. You almost have to break that person down and and to convince them that no, this is not something that's valuable to you. Mm-hmm. Like it took, or ask them why, right? So it, maybe, I did that to my mom. So instead of convincing them it's not valuable, mm-hmm. because I find myself doing that, right? Is is trying to convince someone of my point of view instead of asking them and truly understanding what their point of view is Mm -hmm. and having them understand for themselves that they don't know why they're doing it. But even if they don't have an answer, they still... they still want to come to you. That's because they're six-year-old Asian folks, and they just as stubborn as <laughs> the right. rest of them, you're right? I mean, right. we all, you know, the three of us, right? We got some. Oh man, <laughs> I, I got I can tell you stories, bro. Man. Like, it's crazy. So, yeah. So, what are some things that we can do? Like, I know one thing that burn shit. One of the things that I've no, done I'm just is, and I don't want to just focus on physical stuff, but but this is one yeah. thing that I focus on when it comes to physical stuff. Is a long time ago, I used to work for the Department of Services for the Blind for Washington State as an IT person. So imagine when someone calls you up saying, I'm a little pissed off. I've never known that until just now. Oh. But go on. Um, so imagine someone calling you up and saying, hey, how do I how do I edit this document or whatever, right? Okay, well, click here and click here. Click with what? I don't have a mouse. <laughs> okay, so, so you're missing a mouse. Let's get you one. I don't even have a monitor. <laughs> right? And so oh my god. I had to train myself and learn how to operate a computer without a mouse, without a monitor, without these tools that I take for granted. Yeah. And so to kind of get into that mindset, and there's a time when I could read braille. Um That's with, impressive. visually. Um my fingertips just aren't weren't sensitive enough to pick up the physical braille. Yeah. So much but I could read it. Like, you know, if you so if you sentence, physically see the, the bumps on the pages, it. okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. That's impressive. And yeah. so a lot of times what I would do before I would go to sleep, I would just close my eyes and operate. So I have to like brush my teeth. I have to wash my face. I have to change my clothes. I have to get ready for bed. I have to charge my phone all with my eyes closed. And that got me into the routine of really taking the last part of my day before I go to sleep and just turning everything off because what do we do right now we all go to sleep and the last thing we look at is our phone right that is very harmful for you because the light that's emitted from a cell phone Mm -hmm. is blue light and blue light messes with your sleep system and it keeps you awake a little bit more and so now what i'll do is at night i don't touch my phone maybe i'll turn on music maybe the majority of time i don't and what I'll do is I'll just clean. I'll, I'll put away my clothes. I'll clean up the bathroom a little bit or, or just something. I'll do something to kind of clean. And what that does is it allows me a chance to be at peace before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's so peaceful, so You're so talking peaceful. mentally and emotionally. Mentally, emotionally. And what I call that is my do not disturb time. Mm. And so it's not just... Oh, here's my phone. You know, if it rings, I'm going to answer it. No, it's turning the the silencer on. It's getting rid of distractions and just coming to terms with what you're doing. It's it's I call it my do not disturb. Sometimes if I've got a room that's really messy, what I'm going to do is call it my do not disturb time. Mm-hmm. And I go into that room. I don't turn on music or anything like that because then that becomes distracting too. 
and I'll just kind of clean up and just spend this dedicated chunk of time and doing that as opposed to, oh, I should probably clean this up a little bit and maybe I'll move a little bit here and there. Yeah. But setting up a, a do not disturb time is so powerful. Sam, you said you do the same thing on Saturday mornings when you clean up your room. I try to, yeah, at least once a week. Once a week, but like once a month, I try to just go all out. I'm staying in my room. Like they'll, he can vouch to this, man. Like I, he won't see me until the afternoon sometimes, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a it's way of just because that mother be sleeping all day. <laughs> no, I'm just clowning. So I'm just playing. But do you usually have like your music going or something like that? I usually have the TV going. So I in the background, may I playing stuff that are reruns, so I hear it, but I don't you have to watch got it. Something going may on. I invite yeah. you and challenge you that next time you don't? So just, just as an experiment, just see how that goes. I've done that before, and it, it's I'm weird this way, man. It's freaky to me because when I have it, when something is really silent, I get the notion that I'm going to hear something I don't want to hear, and that's just me being that type of person that believes in ghosts and shit, you know? So <laughs> if I have something going on, at least in the background, at least I know I can focus on something else. Because I've done that before, man. I freaked myself out, weirdly enough. That's the one thing where we're, like, super different. Sam always got to have something on. He comes yeah. home, he turns the TV on, he'll walk off. I'm like, what the fuck is the TV on? I'll turn it off, and then he'll come back, and he'll be like, it's quiet. He'll freak out, turn it It's creepy on. to me, man. And I'm like, yeah. man, I don't want to hear. watching this shit. I don't... I don't like the noise unless I'm watching it. <laughs> I can't I can't function in a super super quiet environment. Yeah. If somebody's with me, like if if like if I'm sitting in a, on a couch and it's dead quiet and I have, you know, some people hanging around and everybody's just reading a book or something like that, not a problem. That's as soon weird, as I'm that's by myself to me. though, if there's a lot of people on a super there's quiet. There's some issues awkward. I can I just can't do it, man. I've tried. Trust me, I've tried. It's scary. <laughs> And so what about that emotional baggage that, that we're holding on to or that or that mental decluttering that we need to do? That's painful. Most people, yeah. I will say the majority of the people, 97% of the population will never do it. And I, I agree with that because I'm pretty sure at least, I mean, me for sure, there's still some emotional and mental baggage going on up there, upstairs. Because as soon as we start thinking about it, we feel bad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel bad. I'm not going to think about it anymore. Yeah. Move on to something else. Self-preservation mechanism, and it's going to prevent you from really cleaning up the things that you have to clean up. Yeah. So you're sweeping things under the physical and proverbial rug. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Like real shit. Yeah. I think exercises like that that you mentioned are good. I think, for me, I don't like too much physical stimuli before I go to bed. I usually lay in bed. I never have the TV on. Except for last night, actually. I fell asleep watching a ski movie, and that was pretty fantastic. But usually I just lay in bed. I will look at my phone for a little while. Um, and I'll just set it down when I'm just sad I'm tired or my eyes have closed a few times and I've almost dropped my face or my phone on my <laughs> face three times. I'm like, okay, I'm done with this shit. And I put it away. Since you said that, I'm posting a video about of you doing that. How many videos you got? There's was, that was quite a few. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Damn, you creep. They're not cool, okay? Me and Emily do it all the time. Every I time he's in that, that state. It's, yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because Kyle, you're our social media guy. But you don't have an option on this. We're going to take a picture side by side of you and Wolverine. <laughs> right, Sam? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I'm just going to take it down. <laughs> we'll see. That's like saying something about Sam on the podcast and expecting it to get launched. Oh, uh, true. 
it somehow doesn't make that episode. Yeah. It normally... No, it doesn't. You're right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so today's episode, we're going to start wrapping this up here, but was all about decluttering. Um, there's essentially three primary ways or uh, methods or types of decluttering, I guess, you, if you will. What, what would you suggest? Oh, like what are we calling these? Yeah, yeah. The physical, say, mental, emotional, yeah, three th- sort of... Three um, phases spaces. or stages. Spaces. Okay, yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that. Spaces or regions or whatever you want to call it. Whatever word you want to use. And they're all very important. I mean, you can take a, a circle and make a pie chart, and I'd say every every one of these is 33.3 with a rep 10 bar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's a lawyer. He's going to get his 33 and a third, damn it. <laughs> He's going to get that 33 and a third. Point three is important, man. Man, let me tell you what. <laughs> It's fantastic. So th- three spaces of decluttering, if you will. The physical, there's things that we talked about. Cleaning out your refrigerator once a week, the night before garbage day. Mm-hmm. Cleaning your bedroom on a Saturday morning and watching reruns of The Cosby Show <laughs> on Netflix <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Mental decluttering. Rohit mentions that at night he goes and he dedicates, well, let's say it's 30 minutes, whatever it is, mm-hmm. to... Cleaning, um, so doing physical decluttering, but also mentally decluttering, I believe, because you it's your do not disturb time. It's your time, both yeah. physically and mentally. Um, it doesn't seem like it's really emotional decluttering, but I think that it does affect one emotionally. I would imagine that if I did the same thing, I would be affected emotionally as well. Um, so I feel I think, like physical and mental kind of leads into emotional. It can, right? Yeah. So it... it I think it slowly gets there. It's just those are like layers of the onion. The physical is the exactly. outside. It's the first thing yep. that people will address and look right. at. Yep. And then the next one after that. I wrote, for me, like mental decluttering, I wrote down going for a run or a bike ride. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I I don't listen to music when I run anymore, really. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. used to a lot, but yeah. then I just stopped. I was just like, it's too much work. And I can't focus on my breath, my breathing, and my cadence and my heart rate, the noise every time I have a foot strike when I run, it tells me how hard I'm striking the ground in the concrete if I need to change my stride and to be more swift and everything else, right? So I think all of those thoughts that come into my head are because I'm decluttering mentally of all the other bullshit that's there, all the other noise or baggage, if you will. I think that helps me anyways. Yeah, and then the last one, emotional decluttering, and I think maybe I'll I will incorporate your inner circle into emotional decluttering because your friends and family are the people closest to you that cause you to feel certain emotions, or you feel certain emotions because of those people for whatever reason. So I think emotional decluttering can be changing your circle, and I'm not saying make your circle smaller and tighter so it's a, a period. Mm-hmm. But allowing growth for others and for yourself and your loved ones to go in different directions and at different paces and to accept that and to be okay with that. Uh, Colin, yeah. have you done my circle of influence exercise before? I have. Not oh, a okay. long time, but yeah, absolutely. You're right. Two years now. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's a good one. It's a good discussion point. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the three things there that we mentioned. I wrote down 
clothes. I don't know why I wrote down. Oh, I know why I wrote down clothes closet. because the hanger thing, the yeah. closet thing. Yeah. That's right. Um, but yeah, and then I a couple of words I, I wrote down to be synonymous with clutter would be baggage, noise, and external. These are things to me that signify the clutter that we discussed during this episode. Clutter can be baggage. It can be noise. Whatever that noise is, it's getting in your head or your, or your life physically, mentally, and emotionally. And it's usually external, right? So it's it's invited by well, it's invited Great by amount you. Amount of time it is, yeah. Yeah, it's invited by you at some point, and you're uh, in the end 100 percent responsible for this. But a lot of times, it's an external source that it comes from. Yeah. yeah. So uh, challenge you guys to find out what that is. Take a look at your spaces in life right now, and. Uh, do some decluttering. Hopefully we were able to give you a few exercises to do, things that we practice, and hopefully they'll uh, they'll work for you the way they work for us. Any Sounds other good. last words from the three wise men? Clean your shit up. Get your shit together. And then take it to uh, Goodwill. Take it to Goodwill. <laughs> right. Take it to a Goodwill, right? You don't need I, it. I got some new couches. No, if you think, like, G-Y-S-T. Get your shit together. Take it to a Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> So it's funny you say I was talking about that. I have a bag of shit I got to take to Goodwill. But the day I got new couches, I rented a U-Haul to go pick them up. So I was like, I'm just going to get a U-Haul for 20 bucks and go pick these joints up. I put my old couches in them after I brought the new ones in the house. Yeah. And I drove straight to Goodwill in the fucking U-Haul. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, you got to take couches? And he was like, yeah, they're in good condition. I was like, they're like structurally sound and nothing wrong with them. You yeah. know, they're old. He was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll take those. All right, cool. Help me unload these bitches. So I unloaded them. And drove back to the U-Haul spot and dropped the U-Haul off. <laughs> Got rid of that shit the same day. Yeah, I still have a bag of clothes sitting in my trunk from a month ago. A month? That I haven't even gotten rid of yet. Bruh. Crazy, right? Years. No, no, it's just uh-huh, it's been uh-huh, a month. Uh-huh. I believe you. I got rid I of the one from you. a year ago last month. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I usually take 11 months. I've just played. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with all that said, hopefully we gave you guys some good advice and some good points. And... Um, just some some actions to take uh, to help yourself declutter again whether that's physical mentally or emotionally so with all that said thanks for tuning in this week don't forget to check out the facebook page instagram twitter and pinterest you know the handles gystpodcast.com get your shit together take it away robin thanks everyone for tuning in to our gyst podcast we hope you learned how to get your together